Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Chris sent me an interesting story out of Wisconsin. Wisconsin Sheriff's Deputy has two DUIs on his record. And so uh, this is happening. It was uncovered by the Badger Project. Peter Cameron wrote it. Wapaka County Deputy received his second DUI in Beaver Dam in 2018 when he was off duty. But at that time, he was a state trooper. And when he got pulled over, he said to the police officer, you know who I am, which is <laughs> one of those things that does not make you look good, especially when you're being recorded. So that's what he said to the on-duty police officer who pulled him over back in 2018, according to the arresting officer's report. It was his second DUI since 2010, according to court documents. Now, the Beaver Dam officer who pulled him over wrote in his report that he pulled the man's truck over at about 11 o'clock on a Saturday night due to a dead passenger side headlight. Uh, the officer noted that he smelled alcohol on the driver's breath, and his eyes appeared bloodshot and glossy. So uh, when the officer off-duty said, you know who I am, the on-duty officer said, yeah, what's your point? And um, the guy suggested that he knew who he was, and um, the officer said, that doesn't mean... I don't have to verify your stuff. At which point, the off-duty cop, who was DUI, said, no, no, you don't. I'm telling you where I'm coming from. So he tries to cover it up a little bit by going, oh, no, this is work-related somehow. (laughs) At one point during the stop, the officer went back to his patrol vehicle, and when he returned to the truck where the DUI off-duty cop was, uh, he said that he saw the officer had pulled out his trooper badge and had put it on the center console for some reason. So the officer made him go through the sobriety field tests, and then after that he blew a .135, so that's well over the legal limit of .08. That's when the Beaver Dam police officer handcuffed the off-duty cop. And the off-duty cop then said, did you see what's in there? Referring to, presumably, the badge. And the on-duty cop said, I did, and it has no relevance to the traffic stop. And that's all according to the report. So the police officer wrote down this exchange in the report. And the officer who was off duty but DUI pleaded no contest to a misdemeanor offense of operating with prohibited alcohol concentration second in exchange for the dropping of other charges, including operating uh, and having a firearm while intoxicated uh, because he had a handgun in his truck. So... He did serve five days in jail, was fined $350, and had his driver's license revoked for 12 months, according to court documents. So he resigned from his position as a state trooper shortly after the arrest, according to the State Patrol's Human Resources Department. Now, law enforcement can report officers who leave employment under negative circumstances to the Wisconsin Department of Justice database, but apparently the Wisconsin State Patrol did not do so with this man. So he is not on that list of flagged officers obtained by the Badger Project in a public records request. After he resigned, the man returned to a previous job as a correctional officer at the Wisconsin Department of Corrections in January of 2019 before moving to the Department of Health Services in 2021, according to a spokesperson with the Department of Corrections. The Wapaka County Sheriff's Department hired him as a deputy and jail officer in August of 2021. So now he's 34 years old. 
He has since moved the position of patrol deputy, according to the sheriff who was asked about this. The department completed an extensive background check and was aware of his two DUI convictions before hiring him. And they said the deputy works at a high level of professionalism, is a great communicator, and has tremendous people skills. He's an asset to our sheriff's office. I wonder if they read his uh, police report where he said, did you see what's in the truck and you know who I am? Is that all part of his great communication? And the high-level professionalism, uh, being pulled over while drunk, uh, number one, uh, a police officer actually should hold themselves to a higher standard and avoid drunk driving. Um, But I've seen videos, and again, if you go to YouTube and type in um, arrest videos or things like that, you can find a whole raft of videos of people being arrested for drunk driving, or uh, you know, uh, car chases, things of that nature. And I've seen two that I can think of where a police officer who's off-duty got pulled over for drunk driving. And one of them happened here in Michigan. It happened up north. And the guy was, it was over a holiday weekend, and he was driving along, and somebody called him in and said, hey, there's somebody driving erratically out here. they got to be drunk. So a cop's driving around, spots the vehicle, pulls it over. And uh, sure enough, the guy's, I mean, this guy is, is, is trashed, trashed. And about halfway through the conversation, the guy goes, well, you know, I'm, I'm actually an off-duty police officer. I'm from downstate a ways. And the arresting officer basically says, I don't care. You know, I, it just means you know what the law is. You should know better. And insisted on running him through the process, and he wound up getting in trouble for that. And that's the way it ought to be. There was a time, long before body cameras or social media, where people who had connections got away with all kinds of stuff. And I've heard of some while I've been practicing law where, you know, high-ranking county officials, for instance, been pulled over for drunk driving and been given a ride home by the officer rather than subjected to field sobriety tests and a breathalyzer. So the officer we're talking about here works as a trooper for the Wisconsin State Patrol between 2016 and 2018. He worked the first stint as a correctional officer from 2013 to 2016, but his first DUI offense was in 2010 in Pierce County in western Wisconsin, according to court documents. Wisconsin is the only state in the country in which first offense drunk driving charges are not considered criminal. And that's unusual. Um, there have been a couple waves of, of, of things where they've decided to make drunk driving a uh, more serious offense. And so when I first became a lawyer 32 years ago... Um, Shortly thereafter, they passed the first set of rules and laws making it tougher on people who drink and drive. And then I think about five or ten years later, they went through another phase where they did the same thing. And so the thing that you need to remember is a first offense, drunk driving, will get you in trouble. You could spend time in jail. Your license could be revoked. Uh, You'll get a bunch of points, fines and costs, very, very expensive. But the second, it escalates quite a bit. The third is off the charts. You can go to prison. You could go to prison for a year in many places, including the state of Michigan. So all three of those, however, are crimes. Quite often, the first two are misdemeanors, and the third one is a felony. But here they're saying, well, it turns out in Wisconsin, a first offense, drunk driving, isn't considered a criminal offense. So it's treated like any other traffic offense, apparently like a civil infraction. The state is currently experiencing what some sheriffs call a crisis in filling law enforcement jobs especially the less desirable and lower-paid things like correctional officers. 
in July, an investigation by the Badger Project found that the total number of county jail officers in Wisconsin had dropped to its lowest point since the Department of Justice started watching this back in 2008. Uh, experts worry these conditions are going to force sheriffs to lower standards to fill positions, or positions won't go filled, in which case jobs aren't getting done. Uh, meanwhile, uh, sheriff here said that while the number of applicants is much lower than five years ago, um, his office has not had trouble with this. Wapaka County, however, has had good success in recruitment of experienced officers from other agencies. We continue to hire officers who have a high standard of integrity, professionalism, and commitment to both our community and the sheriff's office. In case you're curious, starting pay at Wapaka County is $27.69 an hour. It's not bad pay. But here the point is that experts are worried that this could cause them to lower their standards. (laughs) And... Some people might say, but Steve, this is a perfect example of that. And I would agree with you. They've lowered their standards because they hired a guy who's got two DUIs on his record. Now, you might say, Steve, 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 Steve. The first one was 13 years ago. The second one was five years ago. Something like that. Ballpark. Uh, Yeah, but these things do follow you around. And one of the things I'll tell you, I, I used to handle drunk driving cases on a regular basis. I handled quite a few of them. And the way the law is written, for the most part, all you're trying to do is get your client through the system with as much of their driving privileges as they can and paying as little as they can in fines and costs, but they're still going to pay some. And they're going to be dealt with harshly in a lot of ways. And so really, I would tell my clients, and, and there's, there's a couple of these very serious talks I would have with clients in criminal situations in particular, because uh, somebody's bought a lemon in a lemon law claim, um, I don't have to lecture them about much. <laughs> Shouldn't have bought that lemon. No, but if somebody's arrested for drunk driving in a first offense, I have a talk with them. And I tell them a bunch of things that I learned along the way. And one of the things I explain to them is a first offense is mild compared to the second offense, which is mild compared to the third offense. These things escalate. They ramp up. They go exponentially. And so if this process that you're going through right now seems harsh, understand that it will look like a cakewalk compared to what happens to you on a second. So what you need to take away from this is never do this again, never put yourself in a situation where it could happen again, and it literally means if you're borderline and you're not sure, call an Uber. Do, do something else. Don't, I've, 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 I've known too many people who said, you know something, I felt a little tipsy, but I just live over there. I just live over there. How, how, how I could have walked. Yeah, you should have walked. And so that's what I tell people that I represent. But in a situation like this, I'm not sure that I've ever heard of a police officer who had two drunk drivings. Because if anybody ought to learn, it's them. They're the ones who are pulling people over and lecturing them about you could have killed somebody. And I, I, I salute the officer who pulled this guy over the second time and just simply said, what's your point about, you know, that badge? I don't care. Or that I know who you are. I don't care. What's your point? But you'd almost be tempted to give them the same lecture you give everybody else. You could have killed somebody. There's other people on the road out here. 
And besides that, he's driving around with missing a headlight. <laughs> That's like a trap for the stupid, okay? If you go out to your car and you realize that a headlight is out, number one, it makes the car unsafe to drive at night. Number two, it's illegal. It's an equipment violation. Number three, it gives any cop who sees you who's bored an opportunity to pull you over. It's a freebie. It's, 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 it's a free throw. They get it. It's, it. You're missing a headlight. Come on up here. Take a look. Your headlight's missing. It's turned off. You know, it's broken, whatever. It's not on. <laughs> Nowadays, headlights are expensive, too. But the point is that I always wonder when you see somebody in a position of power like this who gets in trouble, who ought to know better, who ought to behave better, and clearly wasn't paying attention or thinking, and then you ask yourself, and this is a question, this is not a statement, this is a question, did that officer behave that way because he thought, I'm a deputy, I can't get in trouble? Or or was he literally just that foolish that he's behaving that way? That's what I wonder about. And I've said before, lawyers, judges, cops, city council members, mayors, anybody who's in a position of authority in the public eye. And lawyers aren't in a position of authority, but we're so closely equated with the court system. I'll lump us in there. And lawyers, cops, judges, all these different groups I mentioned, all need to behave their best. The same reason I rip on attorneys who make the attorneys look bad, I'll rip on a cop who makes cops look bad. And I assure you that a police officer who's handcuffing another police officer deep down wishes he didn't have to do that because even he knows or she knows that what they're doing at that moment in time makes them all look bad. But it's not that he's arresting them. It's that they got drunk in the first place and went for a drive with already one other DUI on their record. So it's a bizarre case out of Wisconsin. Wisconsin, that's how we say it, Michigan. It's an accent. I'm not making fun of it. Chris, thanks for sending it from the Badger Project. Wisconsin Sheriff's deputy has two DUIs on his record from the Badger Project, and Peter Cameron wrote that. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Practice random acts of kindness.